Hey, Spit Wads, we took this week off to spend the time with our family. Give thanks. Enjoy that holiday break. But we wanted to make sure you had something to listen to on Monday, so we dug into the vault. We went back to our episode where we actually did a Thanksgiving draft. We draft Thanksgiving sides. There may be some protests involved from me, but here's the episode. What happens when three buffoons give life advice, explore unrealistic situations, and give random topics more thought than they probably deserve? It's the Spitballers Podcast with Andy, Mike, and Jason. What's going on, everybody? It's that time. Monday. That, that magical, magical, it might be Tuesday when they're listening. Might even be Wednesday, Jason. I'm going to guess. If I had to take a guess, I know a lot of people listen on Mondays because the show drops on Mondays, but I'm going to guess that the person listening to this right now... <laughs> the person. The one, the one that I'm speaking to? Yeah. Friday night. Ooh. Boom! Your mind is blown. Friday night? you're listening to it on Friday night. <laughs> so there are people out there that spend their Friday night... Exactly. Around... Lis- listening to this podcast? Around the transistor. What I've heard is that Friday nights are supposed to be some of the coolest time. Like, Friday nights are the party night. So yeah, that this is what they chose to do. I'm imagining, like, 50 teenagers out... What They, they call them desert parties. Mm-hmm. But instead of rambunctious things they should not be participating in. There's just a giant boombox in the desert. And they're listening to Three mid-30s men uh-huh. <laughs> are giving life advice. You're mock, welcome. Mock drafting Thanksgiving side dishes. <laughs> and really... Yeah. Oh, take, hold on, guys. I'm really into this. Taking their party <laughs> to the next level. This has got off to a good start. Yeah. Um, Pass the water, pal. <laughs> That Jason, he's wacky. Uh, welcome to the family-friendly Spitballers podcast. I don't know why they kind of sounded like Harry Carey, but a hey. little. <laughs> was that Harry Carey? I, well, it was a modified. It, yeah. was a, it was a teenager doing an impression of Farrell doing. Welcome doing to Harry the show. Carey. Hey, hey! <laughs> if you were a hot dog, <laughs> no. would you eat yourself? <laughs> I know I would. At Spitballers Pod. That was yeah, he seductive. Ha- he has Will Ferrell all stuffed up in him. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <Whoa>. Wait, what? <laughs> Look, just because we're best friends does not mean you can use that kind of language. Uh, oh. At Spitballers Pod is the Twitter. Spitballerspod.com is a website that exists. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you're listening. We appreciate your reviews. Uh, I'm gonna push this button now. All right. Spitballers to the rescue! I don't know if you know this already, but all the questions on this show are stupid. Yeah. What? <laughs> yeah, I, I've over time I've come to learn that. Well, that's what I love about them. <laughs> Stupidly important. Mm-hmm. When using a Q-tip in your ear, this is from Tyler. Do you lick it first before putting it in your ear, or do you just leave it dry? All right, there's there's, there's, a, there's a lot so much of, to unravel here. Yeah, there's so much to unpack with this question. I'm I'm going to start with this: the thought of putting a cute a dry Q-tip, dry cotton in my mouth 
somehow really grosses me really? out. Really? <laughs> oh, that's the part that grosses you out. That's where I start. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. But Jason, are you were you agreeing with me? Oh, I just I couldn't wait. I didn't want to speak first because I just assumed based on your I saw you react to this question uh when it when it came across on Twitter uh, with just like a gross gif. Yes. And that's why I mean, that, that's where it starts. Do you want to know someone who grosses you out? No. This No. Guy. Yes, you the, you lick you Q-tips? Lick the so, Q-tip. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I don't it's not a lollipop, okay? This is the 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 a one, a two, a, two, a three. No, the, this is the lick verb is a little too intense. But putting a dry Q-tip in my ears is pointless. It is worthless. If you get out of the shower and your your you, ears are already wet, exactly, yeah. then I can do it. And and then there's a purpose, a point. It'll clean. But if I'm if I wake up in the morning and I want to put a Q-tip in my ear and it's dry and I put it in, I'm like, what am I, what am I doing? Why don't I take the box Q-tips and just throw them all in the garbage? First of all, I don't know if you're aware of this. You're not even supposed to put Q-tips in your ear. Oh, they yeah, got wink, the, wink. <laughs> right. They've got the warning label, not intended for ear. What else are they used for? I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, Second exactly. of all, it doesn't bother me like in a... You know, if I'm not putting it in my ear, I don't see why licking a piece of cotton is a big deal. It's just the idea of something so dry. Well, it's no, no more dry than any other dry thing. This what dry things are you putting in your mouth? I don't know, a, a, a pen or a pencil or a... Yeah, those are good. Those were good. Yeah, but those are not made to absorb moisture. Well, sure. A sponge. I mean, second of all... You're putting a sponge no. in your mouth? No, I'm not. <laughs> this, this is a point in your favor. <laughs> Thank there, you. There's... There's the other whole discussion of kind of the neutrality of your own spit with your own body, right? Like, your spit seems really gross. Like, literally, your spit, Mike, seems disgusting to me. Jason, your spit is a nightmare to me. (laughs) It's like your hair. It's like if you found a piece of your hair or if I find a piece of my beard in my food, I'm like, let me get that out of there. But if if I find a piece of beard in my... Uh, somebody else's in hair. my food and it's slightly different like that could be mine could be someone else's i will i have to vomit instantly right so there's that question too where it's like and then you have the mother kid form you know you you yeah moms they or dads they spit on mm-hmm. a piece of napkin and they'll wipe oh, the I've, face I've, with yeah, it I do that thumb, and then all the, the time yeah because yeah. so there's a familial spit bond that happens where all spit in the fat. I mean, we share drinks. If I shared a drink with you, it would be really gross. What yes. if you were a new listener? You just found this podcast today, and you're not sure at this point, based on the name Spitballers, whether all of our questions <laughs> are, in fact, spit-related. Spit. It's here's, a very narrow niche. Here's the, it's very narrow. We have four <laughs> listeners. Yes, but they are spit enthusiasts. Oh, they just love it. Here's the thing about spit. It is magical. Did you know, and this is true, that your spit will get out your blood stains. If you have blood on a shirt or something, and you only use, your spit, correct, because of some gen- some magical property. Yeah, in magic's your DNA. the real solution there. Yeah, I well, learned this. Where is this information coming from? Uh, this information is coming from the University of Arizona uh, semester one costuming class for this theater major, who let us know. That if you need to clean blood out oh. of a garment, hold on. 
I like that you set it up like it was actual <laughs> university information, but it was actually just some dude you knew in a class. No, it was the teacher. It sounded in so fairness. good when it was the University of yeah. Arizona. Why do you think and I was like that? Yeah. Well, you said, okay, so he was an actual instructor. The instructor teaching us how to sew costumes, let us know if there's blood. Like they, I'm still calling they shenanigans. They were talking like if if you know blood is on there and it's and it's from the actor, you need their spit to clean their blood stain out. And we've done this at home, my wife and I. Like it, it's proven it true. Works. It is actually true. But back to the Q-tip. The question sounds disgusting because you don't want to lick a Q-tip. That is, yeah, that's the problem. Objectively, a nightmare. But this is a putting a wet Q-tip with your spit in your ear. By the way, is my objection, not the licking. Oh, uh, see, I'm fine with that part. If I if I could just. Go Lukey style, and like I had dead eye accuracy, and I could just spit on it, See, and then clean that way. That's fine. I don't lick. I I do the I I do like a like a like a fish kiss. A <laughs> it's fish a it's kiss. The, it's the inside of the um, lips. So you're you're saying your tongue is not actually my tongue the never touches it. It's 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 the inside of this my lips. Disgusting. <laughs> this is disgusting, and you're disgusting. Yes, I am. First of all, I don't clean my ears out with Q-tips at all. Do you, Mike? Yes. What do you use? Nothing. So you just you don't got clean your ears. So then, I'm bro. disgusting, but you don't actually, clean your no, ears. Actually, no, that's not true. I actually will use my pinky through a Kleenex. Hmm. And I will never wet. That's called a hole in the Kleenex. <laughs> I will never wet anything. What do you got? Like razor sharp pinkies there? I feel like if or you really push- cheap Kleenex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't know that you must have some really powerful Kleenex. If you my push, my ear hole is not very big. Well, that's true. I mean, it's just not really deep. I'm not digging. Yeah, well, I'm I'm with the cute. I've been told that. Hey, have either of you had your ears professionally cleaned? No, I've heard that that is a very good experience. I have I have no idea what what that is. Where you go to get your ears professionally cleaned? There the are, doctor will take all the wax out of your ear with like chemicals because there are there are people who have. Really big earwax Actual problem, problem yes, yeah, with earwax, where it will start blocking to the point of you can't hear oh, because that, of your yeah, earwax. That sounds terrible. My um, son has has had two times where chunks of earwax have fallen out of his ear during the day. Wow. Yeah. So I just, have used... Just fell out. Just I've, fell out. I've used an earwax candle before. Have you guys ever... I've never used one. Do you I've know what this it. is? Uh, yes, it's I do like know a, what it is. It's like a tube that are made of wax and then you you, you burn put, it you put and it, let it go in yeah. your ear and then the the flame at the top causes Draws, a vacuum i've also heard that out. you do not want to do that frequently i've no, also it took a lot of earwax out yeah see i've i've heard that uh you don't want to do it i did i had a clogged ear one time and i thought it was smart to put have my wife put hydrogen peroxide in my ear Based off of what information? The University of Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> the theater department. The theater department, class one. Um, no, it was based on stupidity. Always clean your ears. I'm telling you when, so I'm, the the way this was administered, she's sitting on the couch. I laid down. And head put, in the lap. Put my head in her lap. She poured the hydrogen peroxide out of my ear. And instantaneously, the earth began to spin in circle. What? The- I'm not yeah, kidding. I had my no, ears clean. That makes so much sense. My mother used hydrogen peroxide in my ears every time she cleaned my what ears for years. What is wrong with you people? Hydrogen Who peroxide. This? I, hydrogen peroxide was used for all ailments when it's we were miracle. growing up. Also, it was, it's if, dangerous. If you cut your knee, if you... Yes, if you if you have an actual cut, an it's An antiseptic good. property. It's the bubbling. Yes. Oh, it sounds amazing in the ear canal. It does sound funny. Yeah. Yeah. Jason, it's no wonder you can't walk straight. I am... <laughs> uh, I am boggled over here here's a new question from brian 
There are two coffee shops near my house. My wife loves one. I love the other. Problem is my coffee shop is starting to slip and hers is getting better. Now I like hers more, but I don't want to let her know that hers is better. Uh, but I don't want to keep drinking my garbage coffee. Hmm. This is a pride issue. You this, have, this is definitely this a pride is, issue. You don't want to give in here. And be, if people don't know this. In marriage, this balance is tough, right? You give in here. What precedent do you set for all these other areas of life? I feel like if you say her coffee's better, you're saying that you have no good opinions and she's right, going to be right in everything. Right. She'll be Because she'll reference back to it. She'll go, yeah, you'll want to go to the rest. this restaurant. She'll want to go to that one. She'll go, yeah, but remember the coffee mm-hmm. place? Remember the coffee? Remember the coffee joint? I, I, this is going to be a tall task because you got to be you got to be on your game. It's one of these days when you wake up. First thing you do, oh, we need to grab some coffee. Let's go to and then you mention the place that your wife likes. Okay. And she'll say, "Well, oh, I are thought you, you sure? like No, she'll say, "Well, I thought you liked the other place." And then's when the trick happens. You say, no, that's the place you liked. Oh, <laughs> you flip flop. So yeah, be super Just early one day. Uh, so they're so that you're all a bit groggy, yeah. right? So <laughs> maybe you're remembering things a little bit wrong, and things the memory is flip flop. Yeah. And you just, you've got to lean in. You cannot show any weakness or signs of doubt. That's no, right. No, honey, you're you, the one who loves Braveheart. I love, you, I love Pride and Prejudice. Yeah. Remember what that? What are you talking about? No, seriously. Exactly. <laughs> That's, so you might have to get up like an hour early just to prepare your mind. Yeah, this is the old switcheroo, they call that. I love that. That's good advice. Well, oh. Just for life. Anytime that there's a disagreement. Slowly make the switch. And then all of a sudden, right when the moment happens. Wasn't that like a... Here, have lo- another drink, honey. <laughs> a Looney Tunes special. <laughs> it feels very Bugs Bunny. Yeah. But it's like, no, yes, no, yes, no, oh, yes, yes, yes oh, no. Yeah, then you flip them. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's really, that really good sage. life advice. This is why people listen. Mike. And then you, then you don't give up anything. Yeah, you're, you're right. You get the coffee. And also, you found out that your wife's favorite coffee place sucks. sucks. Yeah. Or. Oh, I did, honey? Oh, I'm sorry. Or you get, you grab cups from both places. And. Oh, you flip-flop it until you, she's convinced yes, that her place yes, sucks. Yes, you put the bad coffee in the place that she likes. This, this is over time. So instead, if you don't want to do it with 100% in one day, you slowly <laughs> convince her that you just keep putting the coffee, the bad coffee in the good cup. That wow. is such better advice. I think that could actually work. Then, I mean, I was thinking. Not, I mean, it takes a lot of work because yes. you got to do a lot of prep, uh, and you never attend these places. <laughs> or if you do, you encourage her to go to the bathroom while you do the flip flop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's what you have to do. I was thinking you you were going to have to go tour to force on coffee shops and like take off a day or two of work, go to every coffee shop in town until you find one better. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, oh honey, mm. you got to check out this new place. Mm. It's it's even better yeah. than my old place, which was clearly great. Sounds like a lot of work. I'd probably just get divorced. Oh yeah, you just got to do the <laughs> early mornings. <laughs> I'm just taking it to the extreme. I'm just kidding. Um, uh, I'm th- leaving now. This this one came in, and I'm not buying it. You know, the authorities have been notified. Oh no, you're not reading this. Should I not? This is a family show. Read it. <laughs> Random question came in. It said hypothetically. Okay, that's what makes it all right. Hypothetically, if a close friend of mine happened to murder someone for a really good reason, but you couldn't go to the police, how would you dispose of the body? Uh, or would you turn them in? Or would you turn them in? Hypothetically. So hy- let me recap. Hypothetically, a friend of mine. Yes. Me. 
hypothetically, Hi- Andy, yes, you had to. I had to dis- I had to take care you had of to somebody. Take care of somebody, but it was for a super good reason. Good reason, just the best. But <laughs> the best. But I can't go to the police. It's it's complicated as to why. You know, probably this, my, because of the murder. The I'm murder's guessing the reason. The murder why. is one of the top reasons why yes. you don't want to go to the but police. But we're close friends. You trust me on this, and I trust that it's for. It good was for reason. a good reason, and you trust that. Look, at this point, we can't go to the police. Help me get rid of this body. Because from what I understand, without getting... And we'll try to keep a PG-level discussion on this. Right. But from what I understand, getting rid of a body is a much taller task than you'd think. And I've watched these documentaries, like Making a Murderer, the the Netflix one, and they talk about the fact that like people think you can go and just burn a body. Mm-mm. But... It has to get to. There has to be like a certain temperature for a long period of time for a body to burn. Otherwise, otherwise, there's evidence. See, yeah, I have think you a, ever seen like the uh, the Yahoo answers or just tips like that of like people saying, uh, "I wish someone told me uh, you couldn't cremate your pets in the oven." No. Yes. No. Yes. No, yes. Mike. I cannot believe that's got to be. <laughs> Fake. I don't know. In oh, this world, that, it's probably not. It's probably not fake. <laughs> There's always at least one or two people that yeah. have done everything that's ever been doable. There are problems. <laughs> like when, when we've gone to purchase a new home and we've been house shopping, the, the number one main first issue is smell. You can't sure. get certain smells out of a house. That's going to be tell a problem. You what, home pet cremation never comes out of the curtains. <laughs> <laughs> no, exactly. So, I, I mean, to me... I need your help, and we need to get so, rid of this. But I need you to come up with a way to do it. I think I'm skydiving. Good, well, I you <laughs> are oh, like weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> <laughs> like you just sign up me and Joe over here. Yeah. No, the thing is, is you're not going to be able to get the oh, body. No, Joe, you shoot. <laughs> you're not going to get the body past the instructor. I think that's the hard. Oh, issue. so if Grand, you could, we'll go Grand Canyon. Then. That's good. What I'm thinking is because a lot of times people want to sink the body. You know, but we're in a desert. There's no ocean, no no swamp. You got to <laughs> float. You go on a hot air balloon ride, okay? <laughs> okay, all right. And you just tie a little rope ski, and it goes up and away. Oh, just you just let the whole... The, you, it's just dangling. Those won't go forever, man. Hold on. You got to pull the thing to the, make that... The person's the, the, dangling? The per- and, and then you just cut the cord somewhere mid midway through wherever. Because then it's like, oh, this isn't anywhere near... Where I live. How do you get past the instructor? Or are you a trained balloonist? <laughs> yeah, I am the pilot of. You have. So you have to buy it. So at this point, we're buying a hot air balloon together. Right. Well, we'll have to go in. That's 50, not 50. easy. Those to, are expensive. That's not easy for the police to track down. Hey, what one person bought a balloon the last year? <laughs> the police were looking for a balloon. Well, when the, <laughs> I thought the person, I thought the body was in the balloon. No, I halfway cut, through the flight, I cut the cord. So, yeah, so this body has fallen from space for the for. Oh, okay. As thought, the police are concerned, I think I think we're gonna go to jail. <laughs> we're going I think quick. we're caught. Um, we are not the mastermind uh, <laughs> evil geniuses here. Yeah, I mean, it, transporting that body is the trick. I mean, you can't. That's risky business in the trunk or in the. I mean, acid seems like a thing people do. Yeah, I, How I do watch you get, Breaking. Bad. You got to get the acid though, and then you track who bought the acid that's complicated hmm. i don't think there's a good answer i think that turn maybe i just turn you in, turn in. yeah yeah you're going sorry. to jail buddy sorry friend mike you got any balloon related theories here or are you pretty no you, you're gonna stay out of this mess the, the only ways i know from the movies involve 
uh, science acid. Like, sure. I don't know what it science is. Science acid. It is. Well, that's why I call it science yeah. acid. Or large pigs. Oh, oh goodness. I, like, I've seen that more than a handful of occasions, so clearly it works. Yeah, a little Red Dead Redemption there. Oh, no. Would you rather? All right, William from Twitter. Would you rather eat a meal that you hate cooked perfectly or eat a meal that you love that has been completely ruined? I feel like I need an example. Can somebody lay this out for well, me? This like is... someone put pineapple on your pizza. Well, well yeah, I will. Be. That's pretty good. That's so, pretty good. Here's the thing. I think this depends on each person, right? Like, So a meal that I love completely ruined. What this is, is we're talking about a filet mignon. I mean, oh. a, a beautiful steak yeah. that is just char, charred on the inside. It is tough. Well done. Bacon. It is, yeah, it is well done. It is tough. It is like a, uh, like a bad burger that's tough to chew through. Would I rather have that or what's a meal I hate? Oh, man. Some kind of like vegetable salad. What, what's the... Yes, salad. Yes, Mike. Oh, <laughs> <Ugh>, gross. <laughs> the best salad? Give me the worst. Now, what is the food that I hate that you made me eat on a bet once? It wasn't asparagus. Oh, no. that was uh, eggplant. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, goodness. I think you might have had eggplant cooked perfectly. No way. If that was eggplant cooked perfectly, <laughs> well, that's then what I'm the saying. perfect way to cook eggplant is to remove eggplant and replace with snot. <laughs> that's that is how was. you cook eggplant. You take uh, an that eggplant. Was unpleasant. That bowl was the most mushy. Now Mike warm. had to do that too. I did. We made a food bet with the fantasy footballers that these two had to eat. Now these were separate times. No, it was no, at the same, same, same time. Same time. Oh, at the same time. There we was. Had, we had some friends with us. Get, I, getting most of that meal down was a was a feat. So I think I want something I like ruined. Yeah, for familiarity's sake. I'll yeah. be like, this is a really bad piece of pizza, but it's still a piece of pizza. I mean, a meal you hate, there there are so many different things it could be. Yeah. Like, there's no way to fix sweet potatoes. There's no Correct. way to make oh, them no. good. No. They're just horrific. What if it's like sweet potato eggplant casserole? Mm. Perfectly See, we've cooked. Talked, yeah. We've talked more about sweet potatoes on this show than spit, mm -hmm. just for the record. <laughs> like... The sweet ballers or something is Which, better. To be fair, we probably made a bad choice since one of those two things is very good and helpful, gets out blood, <laughs> and the other is complete and utter trash. Have you ever cleaned your ears out with a sweet potato? <laughs> Not yet, but I'm making a note make a here. Note. More uses tonight. More uses. Than I think one. that would be the first good use for a sweet potato. Would you rather have a completely automated home or a fully self-driving car? Now. A completely automated home. Lay out the the rules of that. I think okay. you really got to take it to the next level. Yes, here because we're not talking about just hey hey. Uh, it's not clapper situation here. Yeah, it's we're not it's turning beyond, the lights on. It's beyond Alexa turning the lights on. Do You're I controlling. Have, your door is auto unlocked for you. Do You're, I have that cool chef thing where it's got the uh, it's got the the robot hands? It Ooh. makes food for you. Yeah, yeah. They're, I would say they're we're working that, on that. It's closer to Jetsons than it is to now. Then give me that. Do your hair gets cut every morning? Yeah, they dump you in the shower when you when wake you pee, up. When you pee in the toilet, it gives you all your vitamin readout. Ooh, very nice. Do you have the three it shells? Checks for cancer, too. 
Wow, this is this great. Is, this is an important realization. So, for- like, all that stuff, or I don't have to drive? Yeah, but we should take that to the next level, too. I mean, this is fully self-driving, but, like, when you walk out front, it comes and picks you up. It can go... Ooh. You know Holiday what I mean? parking? Yeah. I mean, it's valet, Ooh. basically, yeah, because you got the... You got the Batman where he talks into the shields on. Shields on. <laughs> come, come here. And that means you're getting curbside drop off and pick up at every that's single cool. place you go. You look awesome. Well, not only do you, well, that is, that's probably the most important part yeah, is how very, you look. <laughs> yes. That's pretty cool. I think you just, you, you might have sold me on the car right there because <laughs> I'm getting out of this car and I'm in the back. Keep that in mind. I'm getting oh, out show of the, first style. Oh, yeah. Of There's course. nobody in front. I'm getting out of the back. Oh, I'm getting out of the back too. And, uh, yeah, and then every time, what, you know where I could go? I could go to Costco. Oh, and get, just walk and out of the front? not worry about where, how many miles away I have to park. <laughs> you know what What's, I mean? What is the closest you've ever been able to park? Oh, at a Costco? At a Costco. Is it over or under half a mile? It's right, right about, around that's, a half that's mile the average. Push line. I remember once. Like how? Where are these my people wife, coming from? My wife sent me a picture literally two days ago. She said, "I'll see you tomorrow." <laughs> it was a it was a picture from a middle of a Tuesday or something. When you would think no one, everybody has jobs, right? A lot of people have jobs. Some people's so, jobs are just to go to Costco. She had though. like a 45 <laughs> person line at a Costco. She just said, "See you later. I miss you. I love you. I'll see you in a couple of years." Because they always have. They they pick the absolute best times to have just two cash registers open. What are you get it together? I went to Costco this last week, and I spent probably twenty minutes getting a parking spot. I had to drive every aisle until I went. Okay, I'm just going until you turn into the creep and you're just following a nice family back to their car. No, I I didn't <laughs> do that. That that can work. That can certainly work. But the problem is, you want to know where that nice family's walking. Two, two miles away. I mean, you're following them for a long time. I just went to basically to the to where our Costco is. I went and parked right next to the freeway, like forever. It feels like I've Costco just, should be treated the same way as public schools. Like if you've got too many people in a certain area, we need more Costco. It's a law that you have to put in another Costco. One hundred percent. I've just started pulling up to the Costco and ab- abandoning my car. <laughs> right, tow it. I would rather just get a new car. I'll that's get not, an Uber. That's not bad. <laughs> Um, yeah, then I Uber home. <laughs> that's genius. Ubering to Costco might be the real trick. I have not thought about that before, but that is... Although, though you need to get the XL. Yeah, you, you got to get the XL. You're coming home with a lot of mayonnaise. <laughs> but did you see... Speaking of automation, and this is another um, detour, I just saw that, uh, I believe it was China, just came out with these 24-hour news stations where, where they have fully automated the news anchors. What? Wait. They, the news anchors are not human? are AI fake news anchors, and they have oh, lips. This is, yeah, this is going to go well. They <laughs> have lips that move like so. It's not like it's not a mannequin. It's digital, right? But it's like a person, but the lips move differently, kind of than the person looks and blinking, and they talk with a robot voice for twenty-four hour news cycles with the same anchor. That is. Genius. That's disturbing. No, that, that's so smart. It made me feel like, man, you grow up to be a news anchor and you're going to get replaced with a computer program. Yeah, we've all wondered, what's the next job? What that is, disappears? What's the next job that technology is going to re- replace? Apparently, it's a news anchor? Standing and reading. 
Guys, we're next. Yeah, we are next. Podcasters are next. So final vote, com- completely automated home Give or me the fully home. self-directed. Give me the home. The the drop-off always being chauffeured is pretty cool, but yeah, I'll take the home. I'm taking the fully self-driving car. Yeah, I'll take the home. You know how much extra sleep I'm going to get? Yeah, that, that'd be nice. That's a fair point. Would you rather share a cubicle with a person who is always oversharing? Oh, no. Or a person who is always overly negative? So you're in a cubicle. And so you've got the person that's like, I've seen these people on Facebook, right? Like, it's kind of like a public letter to everybody what's going on in your life. You're sharing a little too much. You're crossing a few too many lines. The vague booker, but they're not vague. Oh, vague bookers. Uh, or you got the only overly, ne- oh, this drive, that drive this yeah. morning was, Everything oh, this coffee's a little too, uh, it's a little too dark. Uh, Let me ask you this. Jim just did this thing yeah. do these do these people oh, what's wrong with the printer it's too slow do they speak an equal amount yes yeah well it, i mean no not necessarily i mean the over yeah they share an equal amount because okay. oversharing doesn't mean you're talking too much it just means you're going like oh how was your weekend well you know what and then you start telling stories about your life that are just a little yes too, little they, too much oh i know which one mike's Given the boot here, at least I've got a strong thought. Mike can take the negative guy. He can't take the overshare. No, I can take the overshare. Really? I can, I can take whoever speaks less. It was where else that's where I was hoping to no, go. No, they speak identical. But if they if it's identical, I'm gonna take the person who overshares. That's who you want. That's yeah, I'm gonna take that over. Don't the, you feel like you can tune out the negative easier than if you get an overshare, you're gonna have to be the guy that relates to the oversharing. You're gonna be you're gonna the have person to be like, Oh, that is wow. You're gonna a, be the person that has to look at the mole you should have never seen. I'm, you, look, they're oversharing <laughs> everything. I'm getting my popcorn out and I'm going along for the ride. Oh, so you're gonna enjoy the yeah, overshare. Yeah, let's go. She'll you're turn gonna, around, she'll be like, uh he or she will be like, Look, I was on WebMD last night and there's this rash and I <laughs> I couldn't find it I'm on there. Say, Would you mind looking? Let's see it. Oh, you're probably going to die. Oh, okay. You think, so you, you think- are the actual negative person. <laughs> you're both in the same cubicle. <laughs> I, oh, I, would have, I can't take the over negative. I can't either. I would have to take the overshare because maybe, maybe the overshare is a great thing. Maybe, maybe maybe they'd knock down some some lines or some, some walls. Maybe you've got a friend that's closer than what you have ever experienced before. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hearing about their weekend escapades. You're not. They, it's they've, not going to be good. <laughs> they've humbled themselves in front of you to a degree where you know they trust you. Yeah, just wait till they start talking about their spouse and their kids. And You'll they, know everything about them. You'll their know pants. I I. You know what? I choose the overshare yeah. over the silent person. I'll take the silent person. Is that an option? <laughs> yeah. You guys ready to mock? Yep. The Spitballers Draft. Ooh. We're jumping into Thanksgiving side dishes. I'm under protest over here. Mike is not a big fan of Thanksgiving in general because he is, in fact, dumb. Yes, that is actually the no scientific offense, word oh, for that. None, none taken. Uh, I believe Mike's Thanksgiving dinner usually consists of Jack in the Box. You yes. should. I, you want to be under protest? I'm under protest. Uh, Spitwads out there, give Mike the business over his dislike of Thanksgiving. It is inappropriate. How is Mister Oversharer? I don't want the negative person is going to turn around and say, literally say, no thanks. No thanks. What could be more polite than saying no thank you? 
no thanks at all. <laughs> no Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. That's what you say. Let's, let's eat Jack in the Box. Yeah, I'd rather eat Jack in the Box than the turd they offer up on Thanksgiving. Oh, oh man. Yeah, let's I don't go. Even know, I don't even know what he's going to draft Let's here. go. What does he think side dishes are at Thanksgiving? Because This shows a lack of comprehension entirely of the whole entire day. Yeah, of the day, the food, of the season, of food in general. Of friends and family oh, over, oversharing their Thanksgiving. He has never had a friend or a family member. <laughs> he has no comprehension he is alone oh you know is it possible let me ask you this because i don't know how long your jack-in-the-box escapades have gone on mm-hmm. i'm guessing it's been quite a while yes yeah um is it possible that you just you just somehow missed a real thanksgiving meal no you're no. just this is just a completely educated now, mistake on your part. One hundred percent educated. Now yes. wait a minute. Who has the first pick? Is That's is Mike. it this Mike? Mike? Oh, that makes me oh, so Oh yeah, you guys happy. are gonna love this. Now you can't pick. This is side dishes. So turkey, ham, those are gone. This is gonna be like so- sourdough jack. <laughs> this Can I is take all- that? No, you can't. That's take- not a side dish. That's not a <laughs> okay. Potato wedges from Jack in the Box. <laughs> Why are you taking my third pick? All right. So hey, let's hear what you got going, Mike. Well, then I'm gonna take the. Because I'm gonna just gonna lean into it then. I know it's gonna upset some people. Give me the canned cranberries. Oh my goodness! Yeah, the first pick of the oh draft. My goodness gracious! I freaking the- love cran- canned cranberries. <laughs> they are the grossest. <laughs> I eat thing. them. They're my favorite. One of my favorite things. I- yes, because oh. they are so familiar. I had them my whole life. Now, do they call it the s- cran? Jason, what do you call it's it? Cranberry sauce. Cranberry sauce? Yeah. I don't know why you call it sauce because it's gelatinous. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it's not sauce. Not about science. It's just cranberries. Well, no, because I don't want real. It's called cranberry sauce. If you buy it in the can, it's cranberry sauce. I want the 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 jelly. Yeah. You want it to look like a can after you've taken it out of a can. Yes. Yes. Oh, if it can have the the ridges, (laughs) then it's even better. I could eat those for days. Those are great. The it's a great pick. You made a solid pick. The aftertaste (laughs) of that nasty jelly. Is, is tastes like metal because I'm eating a can. Like I can taste the the metal inside of the can. That's vitamins. Oh my gosh, it's the grossest. It's the thing. equivalent to the McDonald's fry. Nobody thinks those are good for you. Oh, they're but so it's, super. It's good a for you. perfect fry. That's a perfect cranberry. I, I'm well, all aboard. I'm voting for you, Mike. Excellent. I'll tell you what. Good I'm start. thrilled that I get the first pick in this uh, Thanksgiving side dish draft. Yeah. Now that Mike is, I'm pretty jealous of your pick because I know what you're about to go in on. I'm going in on. Like if I'm being specific, and I'll 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 put it general for the poll, but specifically my wife's world famous mashed potatoes. Her okay. mashed potatoes are so good. They've got like when she's whipping it all up. First of all, there's enough butter to kill a rhino in there. Yes, there's cheese that you can't tell once it's all whipped up. But there's cheese, a little bit of sour cream. She's just got this recipe. It is unbelievable. Those mashed potatoes. I mean, if I would eat them as my whole meal, and I have done that before. <laughs> not I'm not that, proud, but it's the that truth. That sounds like you have uh, just ruled your pick ineligible. No, I have done it because before. this is a side dish, not a main course, my friend. You had it, so you, just for the record, you've had it as a whole meal. I have eaten. You've had it as the meal. It's the main yes. course, not on Thanksgiving, but yes. So, okay. oh, okay, I got myself that. <laughs> now let mashed potatoes. That's my pick. All right, and I am going to. Take my first pick is Thanksgiving gravy. Okay. 
You don't get it just, with the mashed potatoes because ooh, gravy. Very interesting. Gravy technically. You put it on the turkey oh, as well, and you put it on everything. Well, you have to put it on the turkey because turkey is dry and terrible. Well, that's a, we're opening up. Whoa, a, what? you're opening saying up that a, food from Thanksgiving is bad? We're opening up a whole other can the of cranberries main over this The main one. food? You can put your cranberry garbage on your turkey and go turkey is to made, Jack in the Box Turkey's made to be eaten as a conglomeration of... You've got all the other sides that I'm not going to mention because I don't want to give you picks. All right. But you mix them all together and you eat them together. Now, this is tough. So I took gravy. Can I have two more picks? You get one, you get one more, more right now, and you will actually get three more picks even. <sighs> but you are on the <laughs> clock. This is really, really difficult. Here's, here's what I love about it, though. I can eat my mashed potatoes without his gravy. Mm-hmm. He can't just <laughs> I'm taking, drinking gravy. I'm taking <laughs> stuffing. I'm taking stuffing. No! I'm sorry. No! I'm sorry. I'm taking stuffing. Yeah, no. Dang it. I really wanted stuffing to come back to me. <laughs> Mike, you are the worst. <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> All right. Oh. Gravy and stuffing, Jason, it's back to you. I'm <laughs> Just how big is I, your garbage can? I, I, like, how much oh of that my. stuffing could I put in there? <laughs> right now. You're the, not invited to my things either. The would you rather question. And you're happy about it. Has come true. I am no! in the cubicle with negative Nancy Debbie Downer over here. Just being negative about such great things. I am so upset about the stuffing. I mean, mashed potatoes and stuffing. Oh, that stuffing. should be the first. And, and honestly, second pick. my wife makes the best stuffing in the world. To speak, I mean, you, my stuffing, my wife's stuffing versus your wife's mashed potatoes. Your wife's, <sighs> your wife's. Oh no! Uh, oh no! I'm, I'm not, I'm not taking it yet. But your, your wife's pumpkin pie is unbelievably great. Your Thank wife's you. stuffing. My my wife's mother's homemade stuffing, and you listening at home, your homemade stuffing, great, are all worthless. Mm. You cannot top stovetop. Wow, stovetop stuffing. So the man who betrays the cranberries in a can has turned to stovetop stuffing because of what? Yes. Nostalgia and your love yes. of it over time. Let you are a hypocrite. <laughs> so Mike stuffing. just wants us to destroy ourselves over Thanksgiving. <laughs> Oh man! With stovetop stuffing gone, obviously there's a lot of different options here. Yeah, uh, one that I th think might get back to me. I'm, but I have to take it because while this might not be my favorite side dish, this is a staple classic, one of my favorites of Thanksgiving. Like I would choose mashed potatoes every day of the week. This one not so much, but on Thanksgiving I have to have a green bean casserole. Green bean casserole is fantastic oh, mike is over here dying are you listening to yourself now i will say this the biggest thing i have issue wise with the green bean casserole are the green beans the green beans are terrible it's disgusting <laughs> oh my gosh but green i get it great i get like, it here's you mike you get two delicious picks i am i'm literally looking at an article about uh <laughs> the worst thanksgiving side dishes to take them all? Well, I wanted, I wanted to see. Yeah, I, w I was going to take them. But Jason already took one of the picks. Oh, my god! In gosh. his disgusting green bean casserole. The people love green yeah, bean Eleanor, casserole. Eleanor loves green bean casserole. Every, the, Eleanor? Yeah. Eleanor Roosevelt? Yes. The vast majority of people. Theodore. Love green bean Franklin, casserole. Franklin. Gene. 
They all love green bean casserole. It's a big hit at down at the home. Oh, goodness. You're, of course it's a great hit down at the home because it's a great hit everywhere. <laughs> all right, Mike, you get two picks against your will. All right. <laughs> I'll take cauliflower no, and no, no, rat no. poison. No, I I believe it's called jello salad. Oh, oh yes. okay. It's, it's, the man- like a fruit salad? it's the mandarin oranges yes. in the orange. I actually like that stuff, so I'm going to get that with my... Uh, I my- so know- you are only drafting gelatinous items. He's You're drafting on- what he would eat. If yes. he had to show up at a Thanksgiving, what he would take. Yes, okay. exactly. Now, that was the can, easy one. <laughs> can you think of another gelatinous side dish? Because you've got the, cran- the canned cranberries... And the gelatinous uh, Jello salad. So I, I mean, man, I think you've cornered the market here. Uh oh, can I get mac and cheese? I wondered about that. I I think that's an eligible side. I, I'm gonna and I'm gonna take it. I heck against, yeah, let's against, go. I don't know. I don't feel like mac and cheese is a. I'm looking at the 12 most popular Thanksgiving side dishes ranked by the All Daily right. Meal. All right. All right. Yeah. Mac and cheese. I'm not gonna do. Yeah, honestly, Jason, I'm not gonna do anything that stands in his way of embracing Thanksgiving, because I need to get him on board. Yeah, it's true. Me it's coming up. Me and the he, kids' table. We're killing it over here. You are. <laughs> Cran- can- canned cranberries, Jello salad, and mac and cheese. Look, I got the I got the demo of like 12 and under. Jason's got 65 plus on lockdown. <laughs> there are <laughs> uh, there are two items that I desperately want. So my strategy here. Knowing what I want is just to figure out which one of these two things will Andy not take. And he'll probably take whichever one I don't. That is correct. <laughs> so I'm going to take the one that I've already spoken of because no. maybe that's already in his mind. No. I'm going no. with the pumpkin oh! pie. <laughs> I mean, pumpkin pie. There is no better. If you can skip the meal and the sides and be with Mike and still enjoy a slice of pumpkin pie afterwards. You have to have dessert if it's a feast. And if it's a Thanksgiving feast, you feast on pumpkin pie and Cool Whip. Oh, you're right. I like I pumpkin hate pie. You, it's good. Yeah, Mike, you could have gotten in on that. Yeah, um, I got mac and cheese. <laughs> you got a jello salad. Look, you're going to win because mashed potatoes and pumpkin pie are yeah. the essence of it, that holiday. Mm. I've got back-to-back picks. I only got two things left that I even want. I'm going to take them both, obviously. One, I'm going to take buttered rolls. Oh, that's a staple. Yeah, you need you got to have some rolls. And then... Uh, Do you want to know how good bread is? Bread is... <laughs> I, it's spectacular. Just as a genre. As a like, genre. Bread is pretty much the best of all foods. Anyways, continue. It's very good, yeah. Um, <laughs> Jason... You can you put should, icing on you bread. You should write a little poetry, a pastry. poetry yeah, book that's all bread-related poems. We could do a total just bread mock draft. I would crush. Um, we could do a bread The last draft, one, yeah. I know you guys, neither of you would take it, but I, it's a staple of Thanksgiving, and people will appreciate it. I, You can call it whatever you want. It's a sweet potato side dish. A oh, lot of people call them marshmallow garbage. yams or candied yams. Yes. Um, Marshmallow yams. No, Mar- that's what you're calling it, marshmallow yams? Uh, sweet potatoes with marshmallows. Yeah. I mean, that's what it is. Okay, but yeah. I'm saying for poll purposes. Um, marshmallow yams. Okay. Yeah, let's go with that. Miami used to make them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see what you did there. Gravy, mm-hmm. stuffing, buttered rolls, and marshmallow yams are my four. Jason and Mike, you get one final pick. Good luck with the scraps. Well, hey, the Hope two- one of you go with salad. 
the two that I wanted earlier, pumpkin pie, and my other one is still here. So my four are mashed potatoes, green bean casserole, pumpkin pie, and I know you two boys like this. Deviled eggs. Oh no, and they're so good. That's oh, a Thanksgiving. No. It is. I it's have a huge never been to a Thanksgiving thing. that yep. does not have yep. a bunch of deviled I, eggs. I am voting for you now. Yeah, that was the pick, man. What? Deviled eggs are the bomb. Here's the oh, thing. they're great. I'm just they I, are every Thanksgiving I've ever been to has had deviled eggs. I've never been to one without it. Yeah, it's it's, it's they're so good. And I know a lot of people. Like, Why are they so narrowly? niched into holidays why aren't deviled eggs a more part of broad american life i think because it takes more work yeah you know it's quick to whip up some mac and cheese but with deviled eggs you got to hard boil the eggs it's hard to find them at a restaurant's very rare yeah it's not i mean restaurants specialize in making food for you why don't they get this deviled i guess eating a pile of eggs is not always the thing (laughs) that works well for a nice dinner deviled eggs should be revered by all but a lot of people don't like the deviled eggs because I don't know. You're just like yeah. you said. You're no, either. Would you rather hang out with a person that doesn't like Thanksgiving or a person that doesn't like deviled eggs? Uh, I feel like that's one and the same. I guess that's no. But I then love Mike, deviled eggs. Mike is finding out real quick in this whole draft that he freaking loves Thanksgiving. What are he, you talking about? Okay, you I have, like deviled eggs. You, you like, like three things that you like. They're fine. You like mashed potatoes. Deviled eggs, pumpkin you just pie. said you like m- pumpkin pie. You're, Buttered rolls. You can't believe that deviled eggs are a part of Thanksgiving. I think we converted him. His problem is he's going to Thanksgivings, which apparently have just cran cranberries, jello salad. What was your last one? Oh, pick? that would be great. And mac and cheese? <laughs> mac and cheese. This is not a Thanksgiving. He's on board. We're taking him. All right. Mike, no. your final pick. Seasoned curly fries. From Jack in the Box. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. Jack in the Box. You got it. Fries. You Thank got you. It. <laughs> you got it because you're a sad person. And sad people need need grace, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. And yours is in the form of greasy old fries. So, um, Mike, Mike is a depressing uh, person that cannot win this bet. Jason probably won. But I'm pretty happy with gravy stuffing. Buttered yams and, uh, or I'm sorry, buttered, buttered rolls. Yams. Butter yams. That would be good too. Buttered rolls and marshmallow. If yams. I yep. finish higher than 10%, I think we should cancel Thanksgiving. I will never cancel Thanksgiving. <laughs> I am an eater. It is what I do. What? And I'm thankful what for What if the food. I offered you a new holiday? And this holiday is called Christmas Light. Oh, okay. All right. And instead. Sounds of, good so far. Instead of this r- ridiculous. Thanksgiving holiday. You mean the day where we say thanks for things and be grateful? The holiday that's based on a, a sham that we will not get into at this moment. Uh, but I'm going to give you sh- like a second Christmas. I want You don't have to give gifts because you don't want to be absolutely broke going through November and December. But just the exact same holiday as Christmas. Mm. To but, me, the meals at Christmas and Thanksgiving are pretty much the same. Yeah, They're, they're, they're different. What's uh, different? The di- Christmas the- cookies? Yeah, Christmas cookies are definitely involved. The main difference to me is that at Thanksgiving, it goes turkey ham. At Christmas, it ham goes turkey. ham turkey, which is clearly superior. Yeah. Now, how Honey much, glazed do, ham you, is, do you really genuinely dislike Thanksgiving because of the, of the potential sham of its origins? That's uh, that, look, that definitely weighs into it. That definitely weighs into it. It is not that anymore. What it represents now is being thankful is for being what you thankful got and eating with in your a family. Yeah. You get well, the family together, you say thanks, and you eat food together. I'm sorry and you need a day you... to do that. We are thankful oh, at, in the right household gosh. every single day. What I learned is Mike is unsufferable today. What did you learn today? Uh, I learned a 
couple of things I learned that Will Ferrell stuffed up in me. Oh, why are you going to take mine? Because uh, <laughs> I learned that uh, Jason Moore is to Will Ferrell as Richard Gere is to Gerbil. Oh, my goodness. Uh, well, then I learned that the University of Arizona first class of theater <laughs> teaches all the sciences. Wait, you learned? You were the one who went there. That was your <laughs> just, story. Just learned it today. <laughs> sometimes you realize been the ones that learn that. Sometimes you realize things late in life. Goodbye. We'll see you next Monday. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the Spitballers podcast. To see what other nonsense the guys are up to, check out spitballerspod.com. Thanks for listening to the Spitballers Podcast. If you want to hear more, if you want access to the full archive ad-free, go to spitballerspod.com. You can get all the information it takes to support this show.